Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSO. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy Black Friday to you. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The ball buffet rolls on today on a Black Friday. We've got one NFL game, bunch of college games. More importantly, though, Jeff, how was Thanksgiving, man? Was it good? It was good. You know, I had to, to reload a parlay after the uh, the first uh, the <laughs> first uh, NFL game of the day. I think like most of the country had to reload a parlay. Uh, no, I sorry, I had to, it was a teaser leg. I had a teaser leg. I had to be reloaded. Um, and uh, you know, it was a, it was a good Thanksgiving. You know, lots of football, obviously, and um, I think we have a lot of. Uh, sort of answers on where the NFL is after even just three games yesterday, which is always uh, important to have. And today is what possibly could be the final civil war in wow. the history of Oregon, Oregon State, which is wild. I think this is the fi- Brian, yeah. this is the final weekend of Pac-12 football. Man. There, I mean, there's, is- a, there's obviously a championship game next weekend, but like this is it. Like this is... A conference that started in 1915 is playing its final weekend of college football, and it starts today with a game. I mean, the Civil War thing has been played. It's like it's it's one of those rivalries that I don't think people realize has been played as long as it has. Um, I think it's it's up there as far as um, one of the longest running rivalries in college football. Uh, I'm pretty sure it started in the 1800s. Um, let me make sure to put it. Um, I mean, it started in 1894. Wow. Um, so they've played a lot of football games together. They, 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 you know, 67, 49, and 10 in all-time series for Oregon. So there's, you know, it's been played a long, long time. And uh, it, uh, it ends, presumably, you know, not presumably, but it ends today without any sort of adjustment to schedules next year. It's pretty crazy, man. You know what tells you how long it's been played? The 10. Like, there are no ties anymore, right? So there are oh, 10 yeah, ties no. in the all-time series. Well, It's been around for a long time. The most famous one was the 1983 Toilet Bowl. It was 0-0. Zero zero. Oh, God. Uh, 11 turnovers. It was played, you know, if you saw the game last weekend between Oregon State and Washington in the, in the rain, it was played in that weather. Um, 11 fumbles. Sorry. Uh, it 11 fumbles, six for turnovers, five interceptions, four missed field goals. Oregon also scored twice, but got called back on penalties, but ended zero to zero. I'm sure a, a young, maybe teenager crack told his dad to take the under. You know, it, it, would, not, it would not surprise yeah. me. Bill Krakenberger, um, our sports handicapper, yeah. you know, he's probably on the under in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, I would imagine he, he is. Um, and, uh, it's uh, you know it's it's uh, 
it's a bummer. It is. You know, it is because it's been such a good season for the Pac-12 also. And uh, it's it's crazy to see it go. But like you're saying, Oregon State against Oregon, that's at 8.30 Eastern time tonight. And uh, that's 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 the last installment, like you said, most yeah. likely, unless they're like, hey, you know, it's 2047 for old time's sake. Yeah. Let's tee it up. You know, that's look, man, I I, I think that some of the change is going to be fun and fresh and interesting. And who's not going to want to see the Ducks go up against Ohio State or Michigan? There's going to be some good. But I, some of these people like it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be all bad with realignment. It doesn't have to be all yeah. good. It's a blend. It's a mixture of both. Well, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because here's the way I sort of look at, at, at conference realignment. Obviously, for those who are unaware, and I don't know why you, you've never heard me before, uh, good morning. That would be a good Thanksgiving. Um, I, I do <laughs> nice Pacto Radio. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I do Pacto Radio. I've done it for, for five years now. I grew up in Los Angeles. My parents are UCLA alums. I went to Oregon. So I'm, I'm very you know, invested in, in West Coast football. And, and you know, college football is, is, is unique in that, um, you know, obviously how popular it is. It's the second most popular sport in the country. But there's two ways to view college football. There's the regional way, which is obviously sort of part of my job, right, and sort of my childhood. And then there's the national way. And I also cover, you know, college sports nationally, right, for Fox Sports and when we do this show and whatnot. So I have both those lenses. Regionally, Conference realignment stinks, right? Because yeah. you know all these matchups, all all this like scar tissue. Oregon went to Arizona State last weekend, and my Ducks like have this terrible history of playing in the desert in November. Like we've lost so many games as big favorites in that state. I played twice there in November, um, and I left in, in Arizona, not Arizona State, but just in the desert alone. And Brian, I left both games without a starting quarterback. Mm. Like, it, it just, it's one of those places that just, like, it, it's hard to play in the desert in November. And, you know, Oregon struggles with Stanford, and we're always good against this school. And so you lose all of that scar tissue and all of that shared history and tradition mm-hmm. when you go to the Big Ten, right? Yeah. But nationally, as you mentioned, we get much better football games. Yeah. Instead of Oregon Cal, it's now Oregon Penn State or Oregon Wisconsin. And, but, you know, again, I, I have to like relearn, like, who's going to be our Stanford? Who's going to be, we go to Stanford every year, like in early October and have a stinker? Who's, is that Purdue now? <laughs> like, is, that, like, <laughs> is, is Iowa the new Arizona for us? Right. Um, and you have to relearn all these, you have to relearn all these sort of, rivalries and scar tissues and whatnot. So that's the part to me that, you know, I not that I'm being stubborn, old headed about. I mean, I'll learn, of course, but I kind of liked what I already knew about college football and the rivalries I already knew about. So, you know, again, things look, things are changing. I've accepted it, obviously. Um, I'm a little bummed because I gamble in the Pac-12 and I'm really good at it. Now I got to either learn the Big Ten or just kind of sort of stop giving out public picks. But nonetheless, Here's where we are, the last rivalry weekend um, in in the Pac-12. But look, there's the last rivalry weekend, and you know SEC is you know they're they're changing their conference uh, you know alignment next year. So uh, you know a lot of a lot of rivalries just might not continue in the same way moving forward. Yeah, I think that's what's hard to wrap your mind around is how different it is than the NFL. For instance, think about the three games yesterday. Imagine if it's a great rivalry between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Imagine if they were like, yeah, that's the last time. We might play each other maybe 20 years from now, just for the heck of it. But that's pretty much the last time we're going to play due to realignment. It would blow your mind, you know. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if the Commanders and the Cowboys they just they didn't play again for two more decades? Like, like college football will do. It'd be pretty crazy. But, um, hey, man, that's just where we're at in college football. Brian, I've said this for a long time, and I, I really do believe it. And when we talk about these sports, I talk about differently. They, they are two different sports. I know people try to say, oh, it's a football. They're not the same thing, man. Like, even the football is not the same. Like, we would never, I don't think we ever say college basketball and NBA are the same. I've never heard anyone say that before, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to football, people are like, oh, it's the same. No, they're different. The football is different. The field markings are different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the scheduling is different. The, the playoff system, it's all different. It's a completely different sport. And they're both, NFL and college football are both great in their own ways. I prefer, if you're asking me, like, I'd rather much rather watch the NFL, I feel like. like college football is just a different, my team I root for, obviously, but it's a different 
different vibe when you watch college football. Um, but they're, they're not the same thing. And just you just treat them, and you have to understand when you, when you talk about the sports or watch consume the sports, there's different sports. You have to understand you're consuming a different sport when you watch college football or the NFL. So I think people sometimes kind of lump them together, then they're not the same thing. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of time to look back at what happened yesterday and yeah. look forward to today and the weekend and all that stuff. But of the three NFL games, so we had the, the Packers – Pull a, a minor shocker against the Lions and win the game. Like you said, some people are reloading the teasers or the parlays after the first NFL game of the day. Then you yeah. had the Cowboys just destroy Washington 45 yeah. to 10. You had the 49ers look pretty dominant against the Seahawks. I know the Seahawks made a little push to begin the second half, and the Niners were like, okay, pipe down Seattle. And they won with ease by 18 points. Of those three games, which which game not just yesterday, but going forward, right? When we're starting to look at the playoff picture and everything, which game do you think was the most significant? Probably Seattle and the 49ers. Um because the Niners are going to win the NFC West now, and there was you know there was a one game difference between those two those two squads. And they play again fairly soon too. Um, there's a one now it's two games, and. I think there's a real chance Seattle is not a playoff team. Yeah. Um, and that's what it showed. The last six games for Seattle, off the top of my head, because I've wagered on some of them and paid attention, they have just played sort of average football, right? They went to the Bengals six weeks ago, and, um, you know, they, they, they put a terrible red zone game and lost. Mm-hmm. Came home, put the Cardinals, barely covered the Cardinals. Um, you know, they, they barely beat the Commanders. And the Browns need a, need a big comeback to beat the Browns. Like, they just, you know, the Rams beat them last week. They're just. Okay, right. Um, but you look at, the, at their schedule in the next couple of weeks. It's a, it's, a, it's teams they're not going to be favored against, mm-hmm. um, and there's not a lot of margin for error now. The NFC is much easier than the AFC as far as sort of where the you know the, the, the seventh place team, the record on that can be eight and nine probably to get in. Uh, nine eight probably surely gets you in the AFC. So they might still make it as a seven seed, but like they're not a legitimate sort of contender. To do much of anything, I think in uh, you know in in this uh, in the playoffs at all. That, that kind of that was my takeaway from that game. And I, just, I think I think yesterday the, my overall sort of vibe and takeaway is that we sort of the NFC sort of separated itself yesterday. Like we know tier one and tier two, and the tier two teams are Cowboys and Lions. Like can, can those teams beat? Can those teams beat? Um, you know. Uh, what's the way to put it? Can those teams beat the Eagles and Niners? Probably not. Yeah, that's the thing to me is you look at the Lions. And look, man, it's a long season. They lost a, a nationally televised standalone game against the Packers yesterday. It was embarrassing, and there might be a knee-jerk reaction to sort of write them off. I'm not doing that, but it was a significant day because they get leapfrogged by the Niners. The Niners are now the two seed in the NFC. The Lions fall down. You look at the defense. So these are the last, these are four of the last five games, what they've given up points wise. They give up 38 on the road against yeah. the Ravens. They give up 38 on the road against the Chargers. Then they give up 26 to the Bears and 29 yesterday to the Packers. That's not all defense. I mean, sometimes there are some. Um, there were some defensive scores, right? Like Jared Goff was a turnover machine yesterday, turned it over three, he's fumbled three two, times. He's been for two weeks? Yeah. So that's the thing with the, the Lions is, as they're starting to fall in the seeding standings, if you will, right, for the playoffs rolling around, and they've gotten destroyed defensively the last two road games. How good are you feeling about the Lions' chances to do major damage come playoff time on the road (laughs) if they're playing a game or two of significance on the road? I I don't feel great at all. You've got a defense that's getting shredded, and you've got Jared Goff, who's a turnover machine. That is not a good combination at all. Yeah, I think think you're, again, you're sort of separating – the Niners and Eagles away from the Lions and Cowboys, in my opinion. Um, and look, here's the, here's the thing: is you have a situation where you have, you know, um, you, you're led by Jared Goff, and as much as Jared Goff has improved since the sort of his time at the the end with the Rams, there it's still Jared Goff. 
and you're just not going to win anything important with him at this you know at this point of his career. That's not really not a knock on him. It's just where he is in his career. He's sort of showed that the last couple of weeks. Like, you just it just he's just not a guy that is going to get you three playoff wins to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. It's just not going to happen, especially when you're playing the Eagles and you're playing the the Forty ers presumably. Um, it's just not going to happen, and that's okay. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's what, it's what the Lions tried to draft a quarterback at Hayden Hooker, but they're going to have to address that position, in my opinion, in the offseason. Obviously, defense still a big problem for them. As you mentioned, their defensive numbers have been bad the last month or so. Um, but I think it's just Goff's not not good enough to, to get you to that place. Dan Campbell's done a great job, but he deserves credit for what he's done this year. He might win Coach of the Year still. I don't know how it ends. And he's definitely built this organization up to be a winner, which has been a long struggle for, for the Lions. And... He deserves credit and praise for that, but but Brian, the, if the idea is like the Lions are competitive in the NFC, they're not going to be. Mm-hmm. They're just not, and it's okay. It's but you you really see when the Chiefs struggle, we can say, well, they've shown this before. They've won two Super Bowls the last four years. Like that, that's that's they get the benefit of the doubt. When the Lions struggle last two weeks, as they're ascending to the top of the mountain, that becomes concerned, right? Because we haven't seen them correct us yet. Yeah, they haven't been in this spot before. <laughs> uh, and so I think there is, is certainly worry about um, the defense and then the turnovers with Goff. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I, I want to get to this coming up next here on Two Bros and a Cup of Joe. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. How the playoffs not only separate teams that are contenders from pretenders, they also separate players that are like the top flight versus either, you know, meh or below average, right? And there are a couple of guys that we got to hone in on right around the corner. That's coming up. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Happy Black Friday to you. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. When's the last time you looked at your tires? No, I mean, a really close inspection. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To grab, check a quarter, uh, to check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the stop at the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Here on Fox Sports Radio, Graduate Hotels is your college game day headquarters with more than 30 hotels in all your favorite college towns. Book a stay this season. Save up to 30% with the code 2PROS at graduatehotels.com. That's 2PROS at graduatehotels.com. We're in for 2PROS and a cup of joe today. Jeff, have you, um, have you either been pulled over, You know, gotten a ticket? Have, has that happened? Is that on the, the resume for you? I have been, uh, I got pulled over in uh, Detroit one time when I was playing for the Lions. That got, I think that got removed because he gave me a uh, a 40, I was going 44 and a 40. That's what he put on my ticket. Oh, he, wow. It's a long story, but basically um, the it was like 10 o'clock at night. I was leaving dinner um, and we, I, I was driving my, my, my pickup truck, had tinted windows on it, legal tint. And I think that um, the police officer thought maybe I was, uh, you know, going to be someone else, and uh, pulled over and was kind of surprised to see that I was uh, not what he thought, and uh, was being a—I don't know what I could say on the radio. I wasn't being nice about it, so I, I told the Lions that we got it removed. Forty-four and a forty is ridiculous. That's I wasn't—I wasn't speeding. Yeah, he pulled me over, thought I'd be someone else. I wasn't, um, and uh, it wasn't. And I don't drink, so he, he was accusing me of drinking. He's like, you, you've been drinking tonight, haven't you? I'm like, nope, don't drink. Like, you know, it was just ridiculous. I, I wasn't expecting, you know, if the story starts off, so it was a 40-mile-per-hour zone, right? I wasn't expecting the speed to be 44. Yeah, he wrote 44 and a 40 on the ticket. <laughs> well, I bring this up because if you've been pulled over before, everybody knows that feeling when you hear the siren – when you look and you see the lights and you you do the math and you're like, oh, shoot, that's for me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, yeah. that's, he's pulling me over it. And you're like, oh, no. Like, that's how I feel with what I have called now, Jeff, the Purdy police. OK. Oh, OK. The Brock Purdy police are out there in full force. And you better be going the speed limit because they'll pull you over. And they like your the one your experience. They they will not be nice. They will not be cordial. They will not be forgiving whatsoever. They will be like a pack of wild wolverine 
or hyenas, and they are just looking for an opening to gnaw your jugular. That's the Purdy police right there. And last night, the Niners got another win. Brock Purdy, I mean, overall, he played really well. He had the one pick six, which hurt his numbers, hurt his passer rating and all of that. But all things considered, played pretty well. It just made me think of this, Jeff, because of what you just got done explaining. We were looking at the games yesterday and looking at some of the teams that might be playoff pretenders, playoff contenders, that sort of thing. It's the same thing with individual players. And although I give Brock Purdy his flowers, especially this season, he's played really well. I give him credit. The playoffs are a different animal. I don't know why the Purdy police insist on crowning this guy after like week 10 or week 12 or... Let me know when he does something huge come playoff time. Because until that happens, I'm skeptical and I'm wondering if he's a less good-looking Jimmy Garoppolo. They won a bunch of regular season games with Jimmy G. And then when the playoffs rolled around and it was that special play that needed to be made on a big stage, he faltered. And I don't know why we're acting as if Brock Purdy has passed that test when he hasn't yet. So I, I'm just right, saying, so the Purdy think, police, they'll, they'll pull you over and they'll well, be I think, uh, I think a couple things are true. I think Purdy's better than we probably f- thought initially he'd be, right? So he, he definitely, that's part of the discussion is like, well, you didn't, you know, you, you, you discounted him when he was started court and, and now he's better and blah, blah, blah. Okay. He's, I think it's official to say that he is a, a, again, he's barely played a full 16 games of his career. That when, it's okay to qualify things. Mm-hmm. When sort of everything is with him, Right. When his team is whole, he's a very good quarterback. There's no doubt about it. He's very good. He's shown that now over the full year of basically a sample size. It's very good. When things aren't as – when he's not as whole, we've seen, right, the three-game losing streak, it's just, he's not as good. Now, that could be made – the case can be made for many quarterbacks that are like that, right, Brian? Yeah. So, we, I think it's fair to say he has established himself now as a good quarterback in the NFL. Okay, now – the question is whether you know, if you draft him, where would you draft him if you did a start over? Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. In this offense, he has proven himself to be plenty capable and, and plenty good. So now the next step in the discussion is that can he take you to a you know can you win a playoff game with him right because that, that that's now the next step. We have we have determined that he is a good regular season quarterback. And a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are good in the regular season. The next step is determining whether or not he is that guy that takes the Niners to a Super Bowl or not. And and that's okay to say. Like We don't know right. that next step right now, Brian. Is he going to yeah. be good or not? We don't know. He hasn't done it before. And, you know, Last year they won a playoff game. He didn't have to throw the ball very much. And then he got hurt in the Eagles game. I, I would love to see the, the rematch coming up soon, which I imagine we'll, we'll see. Niners feels like Niners Eagles are going to meet again. Hopefully Purdy's healthy and we'll get, our, we'll get our answer about whether or not he's that guy in the playoffs. You know, I would compare the Purdy police, Jeff, very similar to the Lamar Jackson police. Oh, yeah. Right? Where it was, you didn't give this guy a chance from the beginning before he was drafted. You thought he should be a wide receiver, then a quarterback. Now what? It's just been a steady diet of now what? He won MVP. Like, now what do you have to say? And then the playoffs have rolled around, Jeff, numerous times, and it has not gone well. They were yeah. a one seed against the Titans. Didn't get it done. They... Uh, what they were on the road against Buffalo through a pick six to lose the he's game won, in a very low scoring game. game. He's won one playoff game, yeah. He has not been good in the playoffs at all. The first year, this was rookie season, they were chanting for Joe Flacco to come in against the Chargers, right? It has not been good at all. And the Lamar Jackson police have been very, very quiet once the playoffs have rolled around. That's all I'm saying. It's just a a public service announcement for the Purdy police out there that get a little bit too lippy off of week eight. You know, (laughs) you you might want to tone it down just a little bit because the playoffs are a different animal. So it's worth pointing out, because I think this is something that we don't talk about enough when it comes to discussion of NFL players or NFL teams, is that you have to discuss them relative to your expectations on what they're going to be, right? So if I tell you, like, okay, well, you know, Brock, Brock Purdy has now sort of passed, passed the point of the expectation is, is that he's a good, like, the, the baseline, right? Good regular season quarterback. He's on a team 
He's on a team now that has Super Bowl aspirations. So the next thing is like, okay, well, what are the expectations now that he's made the playoffs? So we change the way we view him because the expectations are different now, right? We, we, he's passed the first test. So now we have to see him do it in the playoffs year over year and get the team to the Super Bowl before we declare he's a, you know, a good playoff quarterback. Same with Lamar, right? Great in the regular season. He's passed that test. The expectations, he's passed that, that test now. The expectation for Lamar, especially this season, is how deep in the playoffs can, can he get? Because now he's going to be judged on that expectation. And so will Purdy come playoff time. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. You know, we're going to judge our guy Kevin Wired right now as if this is a playoff atmosphere update. You know what I mean? This, oh, yeah. This, this is not regular season type stuff over here, Kev. This is the playoffs. So our, our grading system is going to be a lot different. Oh. All righty. The pressure is on, right? Okay, now. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it here. Well, Thanksgiving, it often does like feel like a playoff atmosphere, doesn't it? Especially since we had uh, several contending teams uh, in action. Uh, the nightcap, the 49ers and Seahawks, the Niners cementing their grip on that NFC West with a 31-13 beatdown of Seattle. The Seahawks clinging to a wildcard spot themselves. In that game, Brock Purdy did throw a pick six, but otherwise uh, did play adequately enough. 209 yards and a touchdown. It was C-Mac, though, leading the way on the offense. 114 rushing yards. A couple of touchdowns there. He also caught 25 pass or 25 passing yards through the air. The middle game, the Cowboys, a dismantlement of the Commanders. 45 to 10. Dak Prescott absolutely carving up that Washington defense. 331 passing yards, four touchdowns, but it was the defense, in particular, uh, Deron Bland. He's become the pick six king. He is now five. Yes, five pick sixes on the season. That sets a new NFL record. And the first game of the day, Packers and Lions. And this one looked like it was going to be a blowout. But the Lions give them credit for making adjustments and slowly clawing their way back. Although they did end up just short. 29-22 the final. Green Bay does win it. But the Packers were off to a 20-6 lead after one quarter and 23-6 at halftime. But the Lions making the adjustments holding Green Bay to just six points total in that second half. And Jordan Love played pretty well as uh, the Utah State graduate, 268 yards and three touchdowns. We do have a game on Black Friday for the first time. Yeah, coming up at 3 o'clock Eastern time on Prime Video. It'll be an AFC East matchup between the Dolphins and the Jets over at the Meadowlands. So a lot more football on tap. And then we got college action, too, coming up uh, later today as well. We do have some ranked teams in action. Uh, We have number 13, Oklahoma, at home against TCU. That'll kick off at noon over on Fox. Number 17, Iowa and Nebraska. The total for that one, 24.5 points. I don't think I've ever seen a point total that low, but uh, that's what it is. Number 17, Iowa and Nebraska, and I'd probably take that, honestly. Uh, That kicks off at noon as well over on CBS at uh, 3.30, it'll be number 23, Tulane, hosting UTSA at 4, number 9, Missouri and Arkansas. Then we got some games at night. Number 7, Texas, hosting Texas Tech. Number 11, Penn State, will be on the road at Michigan State. And then at 8.30, over on Fox, a big Pac-12 a showdown, the Civil War. Number 16, Oregon State, and number 6, Oregon. Back to you guys. Thank you, Kevin. Brian No and Jeff Schwartz with you here on Fox Sports Radio. If you like using debit over credit... Shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. So the uh, Packers, they upset the Lions yesterday, Jeff. And there was a cool scene in the locker room, right? After the game, uh, Rashawn Gary, who tore his ACL last November in a road game against Detroit. He comes back to Detroit yesterday and records three sacks. He was all over the place. And there's really cool scene in the locker room. The head coach, Matt LaFleur, presents him with a game ball. And, of course, the locker room goes crazy. And I love what Rashawn Gary said. So this is a little bit lengthy, but give them a little bit of breathing room, right? You got to have the locker room. They're not just like, all right, get Rashawn, good job, buddy. Way to fight back from ACL surgery and record three sacks. They go crazy. So just enjoy this and what Rashawn has to say at the end of it. I have one special game ball. 
This dude, career high, three sacks. Hey. And more importantly, right, we all remember this a year ago. A year ago. You came back. You came back with the bitches. It was great. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good one for the Packers. I tell you what, man. Um, I'm not sure I count out the Packers. They, they were certainly on my my no wagering list because they just had crushed me around the season every time I wager on them. But you know, it. it I heard the number yesterday on the telecast. They said they were the second youngest offense in the NFL. And, and you have noticed the last couple of, you know, of uh, of weeks, like, you know, you're getting better. That's what happens when you have a young team. You get better throughout the season. And I think we wrote off the Packers. I'm not sure they're a playoff team, per se, but they're certainly a team that is sort of heading in the right direction to end the season, which I think is important if you're a Packers fan because, you know, with Jordan Love, you got to make a decision after the year. Is he your guy or not? Oh. And it feels like there's a little bit of a confirmation. He, he, you know, he might he might be someone you could build around. He's an interesting case, right? Uh, we'll we'll stretch out our legs on that one. Uh, Mr. Jordan Love, feast or famine with that guy, where he's had some great performances, he's had some dud performances. And you're right, Jeff, you get a handful more games from here on out to try to gauge, is he your guy, right? Like, is he the guy going forward? Are you going to commit to him? with a like a long-term contract that's what they did they hedged their bets with Jordan Love and they gave him an extra year on his extension this was not say like a Daniel Jones type extension with the Giants where they committed to four years and 40 million dollars per season you need more information on Jordan Love but it's a weird blend where there are some games he's played great and there are other games he's been freaking terrible so it's a right, tough but, position for a franchise to be in with that. But I think we've seen the it's, he's been less terrible lately. He has. And if been. you're if you're building a a team and you have a young football team, you want to see sort of quarterly improvement, right? So, for example, the you know the, the first quarter of the season, right? And then the second quarter. Now, obviously, there's 17 games, so it's a little, you have to add a fifth game somewhere uh, to your quarter. But you know, you, you want to see this improvement from quarter you know one to quarter two, two to three. And I think that with Jordan Love, we we have seen that. We've seen that you know he wasn't as good on the season, and now he's getting better, sort of each week. It's his third quarter, it was better than the second quarter, and. That to me is the sign of of where you should be if you're Jordan Love right now. Now, you can make the argument first round pick should be better out the gate, but you know, obviously he wasn't. Otherwise, they would have got rid of Rodgers two years ago. Right. Um, and we're seeing that improve now. Is that enough to warrant sort of okay? Well, we don't need a quarterback in this draft. I mean, I don't think so. It'll obviously be fun to find out um, if they go that direction. But again. Second youngest offense in the NFL, you, you you got another wide receiver, you got some offensive linemen, and I think you're in a pretty good spot heading into next season. Yeah. Well, coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the TireRack.com studios, there are two players, and the question is staring you in the face. What did their teams do with them going forward? So we'll dive into that. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz here on Fox Sports Radio in for two pros and a cup of Joe. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So, man, Jeff, you think about this uh, Packers-Lions game yesterday. Packers pull off the upset. And you start thinking beyond week 12. I think you start thinking a little bit beyond 2023. Just for a second, with both of these organizations, Packers and Lions, what do we do with our quarterback? You know, if you look at the Packers, what do they do with Jordan Love going forward? If you look at the Lions, what do they do with Jared Goff going forward? You mentioned it to start the show. He's not a guy that's going to take his team on the road come playoff time and just be a stud, you know? Will them to victories and all. If you don't have that guy, then you're wasting time not doing everything you can trying to find that guy. So I find this to be really interesting where there might not be in the here and now a better opportunity that presents itself with a quarterback and depending on where you're picking and if the board falls a certain way, unless you make a blockbuster uh, trade, you're not going to get a top prospect so some of these teams they just they run it back they go the daniel jones route with the giants and say well you know where we're picking in the draft he was pretty good last year let's go long-term extension (laughs) so both the packers and the lions are going to be in a situation very soon here where they ask themselves what are we doing at quarterback are we running it back with Goff and jordan love or are we changing our game plan up here and uh, but, yesterday was a small glimpse into what's to come as far as that decision goes. Sure, but both, uh, I think, correct me wrong, both these guys are under contract for next year. They are. So there might not have to be a decision made as far as, like, are we going to, you know, basically start over again? You, you can draft a quarterback and let Goff and, you know, and Love play one more year, uh, but then, you know, you're potentially – you know, not helping your current team, right? By by drafting a first round talent to help. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, let's talk about the NFL. There's 
How many quarterbacks today are you taking to win you a Super Bowl? I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Jalen Hurts. Um, is that where the list stops? I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, healthy Joe Burrow. I take you know to win a Super Bowl. I, I don't know if I trust Josh Allen quite yet. You're right. Um, Brock Purdy probably not. I mean, so there's only a handful. I can't name anyone else. Who am I missing? Someone? Well, probably not to win you one. But that's the thing is there are the list is a lot longer. When you say, hey, who's competent enough, right. good supporting cast, where we could win it all? Correct. You know? and, so, and so I think you can convince yourself, you can convince yourself that if things break right for the Packers and Lions, that our quarterback is good enough to, like, if, if the Lions had the, uh, the two seed, let's say, and the Niners came to town and they beat the Niners in the division around, and they're one game away from the Super Bowl, going to Philly, and Philly, Philly does their you know their their job and ends up in the Super Bowl. You can make the case that next year, let's just get some more talented pieces, and we'll run it right back because Golf mm-hmm. got us there. Like you can you can make arguments that you know Jordan Love one day can maybe end up you know getting you to the same same spot. You convince yourself anything. Right. The question is, is it worth sort of a a one year? No one's won a Super Bowl as a rookie, right? As a rookie quarterback. Uh, did Big Ben do it? In 05 no. or the second year? Yeah, no, it was not his first year. year. Yep. So you're basically just like saying that next year you're not going to win with a rookie quarterback and you're wasting that one year with all your talented football players. And like that's the thing, right? Like what do you do in that situation? Do we continue to be competitive with, with, with our veteran or do we waste a year with a rookie? And I think both those teams right now – would rather roll back with Jordan Love and Jared Goff and be competitive than sort of try to start over for one season. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, right? Because you could look at it a lot of different ways. I would bring up a couple of teams, say the Colts, say the Browns, for a long time, where they're like, if we could just get a competent quarterback, you know, steady, maybe not (laughs) top three, top five in the league, like, premium but just someone who's consistently good we could do some damage we could do yeah. we could win some games over here and then there are teams like i say the lions right now certainly the 49ers if we have a guy who's special right when we're playing the chiefs in the super bowl and our quarterback needs to make a throw to a wide open receiver do we have a guy that can do that and the answer for the niners with jimmy g was no right yeah. so you could look at it two different ways you could convince yourself hey you know matthew stafford you wouldn't put him in the category of guy that's going to win you a super bowl but he did <laughs> he, he took him there and won one nick foles won one eli manning won two yeah. you you can find these guys who are good steady and with a, a really good supporting cast, they're capable of getting it done. The question is, do you want to commit to that guy long term? And although Jared Goff and Jordan Love are both under contract next year, they haven't signed those big long term extensions yet. And that's the window that you're approaching. Do you really want to commit to these guys or do you want to look to go in a different direction if you're not convinced they're upper echelon? Right. And this is the decision that every NFL gym has to make. Um, and I think if you're those two teams, you're going to you're going to just roll back with what you have. Is, is my especially Jordan Love continues to sort of get better, you know, week after week as he you know ends a, ends you know his second uh, his his real it's not second season but his first real st- season starting. So. I I think they roll it back, Brian. I don't think that either yeah. of these teams drafts a quarterback. You probably are right because of where they're going to be. The Packers most likely, you know, be in a, a decent spot. But where are they going to be in the draft? You know, maybe the teens, something yeah. like that. That's, that's not going to be peak QB prospect territory. Right now they are. They're exactly 13th. In the uh, the draft standings, if you will, the Lions scrolling down, down. They're twenty eighth right now, yeah. you know, record wise. Yeah. Uh, it just would depend how the playoffs shake out, but yeah, a better opportunity might not present itself. And, and then you're like, man, are we? It would be like you know, dating someone. You're like, yeah, she's cool, you know. But now you're in the territory where it's like, 
It's not it just do you want to date for another month. You know what I mean? It's we're talking long term commitment oh, yeah. here. You yeah. know, and that's where the Lions and the Packers are. They're in that window for we're talking long term commitment with these guys. Are these the guys you want to be committed to? Yeah, <laughs> I can understand why you have cold feet, but but you got to do something. It's uh, long term or different direction. It's going to be fascinating to see. But our guy Jordan Feaster, fam and love. Like we've said, Jeff, as great as yesterday was, uh, I looked down here and against the Raiders, uh, three interceptions, no touchdowns. And it's yep. like, that that wasn't that long ago, that game yeah. right there. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, it, it wasn't. And so, um, again, both teams are in a good spot. The Packers are super young, add some talent, sort of make a try to make a run next year with, with Jordan Love. The Lions are, I think, right where they want to be. Obviously, Goff just, if he doesn't turn the ball over, they're a much better football team. Duh. Um, but I think defensively, they still have a lot of work to do. And that's your biggest concern with the Lions. It's not even quarterback right now. It's, it's defense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You got to get that ironed out. That's been, a, that's been a bigger disappointment than Jared Goff lately for these last five games. It's yes. been a disaster defensively. There's no doubt about that. All right, we got a lot to do. We want to Look forward to Black Friday, Tua, the Dolphins taking on the Jets. We also want to look back a little bit. Coming up next, we look back on a record-setting performance and look forward to what almost certainly will not be a record-setting performance. That is right around the corner. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.